From high atop Rocky Road in Moab, Utah, it's KZMU News. I'm Molly Marcello. This is your news for Tuesday, September 21st. A body found in Grand Teton National Park on Sunday fits the description of Gabrielle or Gabby Petito, a 22-year-old white woman who has been missing since late August. Will Walkie with our partners at KHOL in Jackson Hole, Wyoming, has more. Senior FBI agent Charles Jones offered his condolences during the Sunday press conference. He announced that federal and local officials discovered human remains in the Spread Creek camping area of Grand Teton National Park. Full forensic identification has not been completed to confirm 100% that we found Gabby, but her family has been notified of this discovery. The cause of death has not been determined at this time. Petito had been traveling cross-country in a van with her boyfriend, Brian Laundrie, before her mother declared her missing on September 11th. Police in Florida have named him a person of interest in this case. I'm Will Walkie in Jackson, Wyoming. The search for Gabby Petito captured national attention. Moab's own law enforcement interacted with a couple just outside Arches National Park back in August. They were responding to a, quote, domestic problem involving the couple that was later categorized as a disorderly conduct incident. What's your guys' names? Gabby. Gabby, Brian, okay. What's going on? How come you're crying? I'm just crying. We've just been fighting this morning. Some personal issues. Body cam footage recently released from that incident has been shared widely and viewed millions and millions of times. Many indigenous groups are pointing out a disparity in the national attention and media coverage of this case. In Wyoming alone, where Petito disappeared, over 700 indigenous people were reported missing between 2011 and 2020. That's according to a Wyoming-based task force on missing and murdered indigenous people. Indigenous Women Hike is one of the groups who spoke out about this disparity. They are a collective of Indigenous women, quote, reconnecting with their ancestral homelands. In a recent social media post, they expressed condolences to the family of Petito. However, they said, quote, for everyone that followed and became invested in this devastating story, put that same energy into caring and amplifying the story of the many missing and murdered Indigenous women, girls, two spirits, Black women, and other women of color whose families are still searching for answers. You can read the statewide report for missing and murdered Indigenous people in Wyoming in the show notes of today's news on our website and podcast. Many in the Moab community were hopeful that Gabby Petito's disappearance could shed more light on the double homicide of Moab locals Kylan Schulte and Crystal Turner. Their bodies were found on August 18th in the LaSalle Mountains near their campsite. Petito and her boyfriend were in the Moab area around the same time Schulte and Turner were last seen. But last week, law enforcement determined the two cases are not related. The Grand County Sheriff's Office is still working with agents from the State Bureau of Investigation and Federal Bureau of Investigation on the Schulte and Turner double homicide. They have not released any more details on the progression of their case since August. Their first and only press conference was held exactly one month ago. Family and friends of the women are desperate that their case does not go cold. Sean Paul Schulte is the father of Kylan. He came to Moab earlier this month hoping to help gather tips for law enforcement. Find the sicko that did this. 
and never forget about Kylan and Crystal. For many, the loss of Kylan and Crystal is still a fresh wound. Mourners gathered on Friday for a memorial service for the couple at Old City Park. There, Moab-based musician Gigi Love performed a song she wrote for the couple. With Love's permission, we will hear that now. She says the song is for our collective community healing. musician Gigi Love singing Lullaby for Desert Girls, a song she wrote in remembrance of Kylan Schulte and Crystal Turner. Air tours near Utah's five national parks are one way to get above the crowds, but regulations on these tours have been slow coming. 
Justin Higginbottom reports on a new draft management plan for flights over Arches National Park. That sound is a propeller plane from Red Tail Air Adventures in Moab. It's one of eight companies that can take tourists on 566 flights over Arches per year. But the industry has been operating a little like the Wild West. There's no limits on when flights can happen or at what altitude, and there's no requirements for routes or training of pilots. The National Parks Air Tour Management Act, or NAPOTMA, forces agencies to create regulations. But that act was passed in 2000. Finally, by court order, the Federal Aviation Administration and National Park Service are catching up. NAPOTMA requires uh, that an air tour management plan be developed at certain parks and Arches is one of those parks. Um, Frankly, the agencies had been working for the last 20 years and we had difficulties, honestly, in completing them. We recently lost a court case that required us to um, comply with NAPATMA. And so the agencies are currently, you know, uh, redoubling our efforts in order to get the air tour management plans completed at the 23 parks that were eligible under the court order. So um, we have been working on it and now we're just making sure that we get something done this time. That's Eric Elmore from the Office of Environment and Energy. He spoke at a public meeting yesterday to discuss a management draft plan for Arches. Although more are allowed currently, only three operators have been running tours over the park, and the average number of flights per year is only 306. This plan sets that number as a ceiling. It also limits the altitude to 2,900 feet. Flights can occur two hours after sunrise and two hours before sunset, and the agencies could specify certain no-fly periods. There'll be 24 air tour management plans around the country, and six are located in southern Utah, Arches is just one. The National Park Service is accepting public comments on the plan through October 3rd on their website. Justin Higginbottom for KZMU News. And that's the KZMU News for Tuesday, September 21st. Get your community-powered journalism Monday through Friday at noon and 7. You can also find KZMU News anytime online at kzmu.org or wherever you listen to podcasts.